On today's entry of Diary of a Student Pilot, I'm going to talk about chair flying, what it is, and why it's very important to take it seriously as a critical part of your flying training. Hey everybody, I'm Bobby Frankenberger, and you're listening to my Diary of a Student Pilot I come in here, you know, roughly every week, week and a half, and talk about what's been going on with my flight training. I'm learning to be a student pilot. I'm, I'm, I'm currently a student pilot. I'm working towards my private pilot's license, and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just in love with flying. Right now, I am 22.2 hours into my flight training, and um, got a few more hours since last last time we talked. Now, speaking of last time we talked, I want uh, that's what this episode is about. It's sort of a follow-up to the last one and how I realized something important that I've been kind of neglecting, hadn't been taking seriously, and I wanted to let other people know who are who are maybe in the middle of their their flying lessons or just about to start and and let you know that this is an important part of your flight training, and that's called chair flying. Now, real quick, I'm going to give a uh, get us all on the same page and recap what, what I talked about last week so that we can talk about what chair flying is. But last week, I was talking about how, how I had kind of had some setbacks in my training. I was, um, I had been improving steadily on my landings, and flying and everything. And then suddenly on a lesson or two in a row, I started having really bad landings, really rough landings. So much so that at one point my instructor said, okay, this isn't working. Let's, um, let's go in, let's talk and let's, let's figure out what's going on because you seem to be, he was frustrated with me because, and, and rightly so, because I'd been, I'd been, having some, had a setback and, and wasn't, had fallen back. I was doing worse than I had been doing. This happens. This happens sometimes. And I talked a little bit about why that might be happening and why it happens to people in, in flight training and, and also in other skills that you're learning. I talked about that in the last episode called setback. So I won't recap, recount all of that, but just know that in the context of last week, we were, I was, I've, just been doing a setback and I had some ideas about what I needed to do in order to overcome that setback and get back on track. And one of those was doing a lot of practicing at home and really getting my head into flying and, and saying things out loud and just making sure I stayed ahead of the airplane and, and, and practiced all of my pattern work so I could get those landings down. And so I did all that. And one of the things, and well, to cut to the, to jump to the, to the, to the conclusion here, I um, I've improved. That I took, I had two flying lessons, and I've done a lot better. My landings are really good. I've most of the landings that I do now with my flight instructor are are me doing all the landings. He's not I'm taking the controls and doing it for me. Um, I've been doing a lot of go arounds. That's true. Not all of my landings do I actually successfully get it down, but I've been the one making the calls about a go around. A go around is when you say, "Okay, I'm not going to land. I'm going to make the decision to continue and uh, and fly um, uh, the pattern again. Go up, go around, and and uh, come back and try again, which is an important decision 
that you need to make sometimes. But anyway, I've been doing a lot better. And I think one of the reasons that that is, is that I've decided to take my at-home work more seriously and do chair flying. Now, what is chair flying and why is it easy for you to not take it seriously? Chair flying is this idea where what you do is you sit down in a chair and you kind of close your eyes and you imagine flying the plane and you go through all the procedures and all the steps that you would need to do to do it. You know, say your call outs out loud, um, you know, power set, gauges green, airspeed alive, 55 knots rotate, uh, you know, maintain 74 knots, VY climb, you know, like you say all your things, uh, power set, um, airspeed reached, you know, set the trim, you know, 10 degrees of flaps, you know, all these things that you need to do at the different points, you say them out loud. And you imagine, you close your eyes and you visually imagine that you're flying the airplane. And what that does for you is it gets you so anyway, a lot of people, I think, roll their eyes at this idea that you're going to sit in your chair at home and pretend you're flying a plane like like you're like you're a kid playing pretend or something. But and and I didn't so explicitly think that I think I like academically understood. Yeah, this is this is a useful skill. I didn't think it was dumb, but I, di- I wasn't doing it. And I think it's because it's so easy for you to say to yourself, I don't need to do that. I can just, like, what am I just going to imagine? Like, like I can just admit. But if you, but the value, so I started doing it. And the and I think what I, I started doing it, I took it more seriously. My instructor said, you need to practice this more at home. We can't just do it in the, the high stress environment of the cockpit every time where you're just trying so hard to get things right and you're getting behind the airplane. It's not a good way to to learn the procedures if you're not already learning them you know like like it's the cockpit is a good place to practice and cement those learned procedures but you need to work on learning them and memorizing them at home so that so that you're not trying to remember what you should be doing next the next step in the process should come to you naturally you should know what's happening next you should not have to try to remember what's happening next because if you go through the effort of trying to remember what you should be doing next while you're trying to come in for a landing, those precious seconds that you spend trying to remember, you've lost and you're now having to try to catch up in the process. Landing an airplane happens fast. All the things come one right after the other. Everything you have to do, you know, uh, pitch for a descent, you know, trim your airspeed, uh, make sure you're watching your airspeed, watching your landing point, checking your power to make sure that your power, you're not sinking on the glide slope. You make sure that you're, you're still coming in at your aiming point. So you're, you're at your judging your, when you should be rolling, rolling the, pulling the nose up to wings, you know, to get into ground effect. You know, all these things happen very, very quickly and you have to be able to judge all that and you can't be thinking about what you should be doing next. Anyway, that's what chair flying does, is it gets you into the memorized procedure. Do it. Even if you feel like you're doing good at it, do it over and over and over again. That's something else I did. The first lesson I went back after I practiced over and over again at home, I did really, really well. And I had another lesson two days later. And I could have said to myself, I did so well. I'm just going to, you know, not think about this 
until I do my lesson the next day. But no, I didn't. I, in that day between my lessons, I sat down, I did some more chair flying, and I made sure I practiced those procedures. It's You can do it in your car. <laughs> you don't have to make, necessarily close your eyes, but on the way to the my next lesson, I walked through the procedure. Okay, I'm climbing. This is what I'm going to say. I'm going to say I'll, I'm going to be pitching for 74 knots for a VY climb. Uh, okay, now I'm at 74 knots. I'm going to trim to hold that. I'm going to watch for seven, you know, 300 feet below the pattern altitude. Now I'm going to make my turn. You know, all these things, you just, you you walk through the procedure so that it's not something you need to think about. It should naturally come to you every step. Anyway, I'm doing a lot better. That's what's happening. I've actually, I'm late in this, in this, um, in this update uh, but this week I haven't, I haven't had any lessons this week. Two of my lessons, my two lessons for this week, I canceled because of really windy or, or rainy weather. Weather is the bane of learning to fly. <laughs> it's so rough, but, um, I'm about to find out. Uh, we, I got another one scheduled for today and I'm about to find out I, I've got to leave for the airport and like, 30 minutes if we're having it. So I got to get in touch and find out there's some wind gusty winds forecasted. So it's possible that it might get canceled again. That's why it got canceled yesterday. So we'll see. Maybe I'll talk about wind gusts next week, especially if this gets canceled and why, why wind gusts are tricky and, and make learning to fly really hard. Um, but, uh, yeah. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. I'm really excited to be back on track, back on the glide slope, of learning to bring that plane in um, and, and land it finally. I'm so close to being solo. I can taste it. I can taste it. Um, can't wait to get out there, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening, and bye-bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Diary of a Student Pilot. Um, my name's Bobby, and I'm the person who does all the... This is the credits, but I'm the one who does it all. I edit, write, if you can call it writing, and um, and, uh, and do all the work. So thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time on Diary of a Student Pilot.